this um, there's a lot of action, not just in the hotel room here in uh, Finland, but there's we have a lot of ground to cover. We have a lot of there's a lot of meat in the sandwich. We have if, so much. If to talk our about. last five days was a sandwich, what sandwich would it be? Probably be like you know those like BLTs, but then they throw six other. That's what I was thinking. Uh, like um, letters in them. Yeah. Oh, BLTI. Yeah, like a blat. Yeah. But it's probably for us. There's like several airport codes. Well, and it's funny that you say that because a lot of the languages that are native to the countries we're going to, a lot of more letters in the words. Yeah, I've noticed that as well. A lot of, and a lot of like double double vowels going on. A lot of two I's. There's been some V's in places where there Vs. shouldn't be V's. Yeah. I've been working on my um, Norwegian, my Finnish. Um, Have you, you been using uh, Babbel? You saw me the other... Well, you know, it's, Babbel's great, but first I do want to say thank you to Abercrombie. Big thank you to Abercrombie. Big thank you to Abercrombie. Um, We've got a big video coming out this week. Thank you to them. Tomorrow. Big day. That's the main point of this podcast is because I had some questions about what the the three match, the three-peat. The, we're, the, we're in Helsinki and you wanted to know about... <laughs> I love it, Jojo. You're a company guy. What I will say is... Uh, <laughs> This is going to make it even... No, no. But, but truly, um, we worked with him last year and... Uh, He's talking about Brian Baumgartner, Kevin from The Office. Yeah, Kevin from The Office, um, who he is... came to Thanksgiving this year. I didn't know that. No, I'm kidding. Oh, I, I was about... A, I was going to be like, what did, what did he bring? <laughs> not chilly. Probably not chilly. I asked him actually in an off-camera off moment, I said, do you really like chili? And he just laughed and he never answered me. Yeah, because he has the chili recipe book, right? No, he actually said, do you know I wrote a, a cookbook? Yeah, and all I said, about yeah, chili. I know you wrote a cookbook. But then he never answered me whether he does or doesn't like it. He No way he likes it. Yeah, <laughs> at that point. I think zero chance. I don't think like executive level McDonald's team. I don't know if they're eating McDonald's. Yeah, do you think Ray Kroc really was so enamored by the first McDonald's burger? Or Not just after the a system? decade. Yeah. No, he got shot. He, oh, you think the first one? The very first one or was it just like watching the pipeline i think it was like 20 percent the burger 80 percent the idea you know because he was he was mostly he remember he was trying to sell him a milkshake maker yeah as a six cylinder yeah he he was interested in productivity and scalability and he saw something there and i don't think it was the patty no he liked the little gun the that, that shot out the ketchup <laughs> yeah he really did two, two uh slices yeah and i can relate can we all yeah we can all relate i i think maybe brian more than most for putting out one of the most iconic American sitcoms year oh, after year for scalable, 12 yeah. years. Yeah. <laughs> so set the scene. Uh, we leave Austin, what, five, four days ago? The scene is the sun hasn't set and neither have we. In <laughs> <laughs> some We're inside the Arctic Circle. Not exactly. Yeah, we currently. just were. Yeah. We was. We was. I, I took a video at 2.30 a.m. from our patio last night. And it was right. Cool. That's right. It That's was, right. That was last night. It was quite light out. We had a patio. Yeah, there's a nice little side deck. And everyone outside. It was not that kind of trip. <laughs> it wasn't a patio trip. Not a lot of soaking it in. Yeah. But but so much soaking it in. It's like it's as if the towel is just soaking wet and it doesn't do any more toweling anymore. It's not serving its purpose. Oh, I see what you mean. It's like you're dipping it in the water. You can't get dry and, with a wet towel. And there's no. There, I tried to when I was in a floating sauna the other day. That was yeah. Again. There's just, there's too many stories. I'm sorry. If you're following along at home, you're probably wondering what actually happened with the Brian Baumgartner go match. You probably are. Yeah. And um, I think the best way to find out is probably, like, I don't know if I can even tell you right now because, like, like 
I'm just lost in the sim- like I don't even know. I think I know what I ate for dinner <laughs> ten minutes ago. <laughs> you had cauliflower. <laughs> Remember when, like an hour ago, you and I were in the elevator, mm-hmm. and we said, "Oh, do we go to the first floor or to the zero floor?" And we both saw the sign that said zero is ground floor. So we pressed one. And then we got off on the first floor, which is not where we wanted to go. It's like we agreed where the right place to go was. And then we both went to the wrong place. That's just where we're at. So first of all, apologies for the next six hours of your life. If you're listening to this on 20% speed, because this is going to be less than an hour. Which I can you, promise which you, you should, by the way. I think you get a lot more out of it if yeah. you draw out the syllables. I've heard it's more impactful. Yeah, I think slow. Well, you've been... Um, You've been paying attention to words per minute recently, haven't you? <laughs> it's funny you bring that up. <laughs> really? <laughs> <laughs> See, like, I think, yeah, I actually, we have an AI, uh, like, I guess, friend uh, that, like, joins all of our video calls at Random Golf Club, and it measures who's talking for how long and what words per minute, and then it also measures general sentiment positive, negative, or neutral of, a, of each call. I care a lot about that one. I don't know how it measures that. Can it like, what, what, we should put it on for the podcast at some point. <laughs> like, what do you think it says? <laughs> That's a great idea. Like, I'm terrified. And you know what's answer. really funny is it could write the intro for you because it gives you a synopsis oh. of the meeting. It tra- it's transcribed. We should be doing that. It could be it could be a co-host of the you show. You actually just got really serious because you realize how much work it could save it could you. Save me time, money, and energy. Because here's the thing, folks at home. Right now, it's 10 p.m. in Helsinki. We you need to be up at butt crack. Yeah. And you know, there's still this is this show doesn't write itself, and nor does it post itself. Actually, um, <laughs> I feel like I need to come clean about Why? the last podcast that was published. The editing was the first time I, I automated my own job. Yeah, I'm J- aware. Jerry made the podcast. J- JoJo <laughs> named his AI Jerry, which is just like a deep succession cut. Yeah, short, right? for, short for Geraldine. Absolutely. Yeah. Because uh, she's the one that gets it done at the end of the day. She does. She did get fired. I mean, it's a gray area. I think, I, I think, we'll, I think we'll find out. Look, we won't talk more about succession because we did that last episode. <laughs> of the podcast although by the time you listen to this you will have seen the finale but we will have yeah, not we because we'll be asleep when the finale comes out because 9 a.m eastern is actually 4 a.m helsinki i believe or 9 p.m eastern is 4 a.m helsinki yeah we're eight hours ahead yeah, i think it's 5 a.m we won't be yeah, awake do for that math right now we won't it's 5 a.m then i cannot do that math eight hours from central though okay i'm gonna ask you this speak- is the weeds <laughs> we're in right now Oh, you're so right yeah um i'm gonna yeah, Eastern. Wow, you did the math much more quickly than I had even. Conceived I have a of watch that. that, like, inspires me to know where we are. Yeah, mine just has two numbers on it. it just says twelve and. You have six. a fossil watch. It's a great brand. I do. Yeah, we we've yeah, done friends some, of fossil. Some, some wonderful work. Um, I'm gonna give you speed round Europe question question round. Uh, highest close my eyes. highest, highest point highest point of the trip. Not literally. Not not as far as um, latitude because yeah. that was sixty six degrees north. Highest point of the trip. Wow, that's such a great question. Um, I'll be honest. Um, on the first day, we shot a video with Peter Finch. We played a match, and I hit. Mitch says it was only five shanks in a row. I thought it was seven. Um, but right after that, it was as though I was imprisoned. Next hole, I freed myself because I made a par, and yeah. it wasn't the easiest par. It was not. So I. It was a par five. It was a par five. It was on the Open Championship course, by the way. Yeah. For this Royal year, Liverpool. Did you did you take an iron off the tee on the par five? I did. I hit a three iron. 
and then I hit a five wood, which is kind of a weird order of and events. And then you got so fucked. Yeah, I had a really you, bad you line in the bunker. Flushed right. a five wood, yeah. and you did the um whatever his name was. Uh, I don't forget if it was Stenson. Hogan or not. Oh, Hogan. But whoever like points at the left side of the Hollywood sign. Oh yeah, or, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's, and which he's, which L? Which L? Yeah. You turned to me and you were like, "Yeah, I'm looking at the leftmost strut of the sign," and then you put it there. I, d- I did. Yeah. And, that was heaven. And I guess there was a pot bunker on the left I stride. See it. I yeah, didn't know. It was totally blind. I've never been to Liverpool, much less Royal Liverpool. Which, by the way, what a night we had. What a time. <laughs> well, we get to the low point of the trip. The how low point we, of the trip was mere hours day. later when we put things in our body, uh, food that was, um, you know. I think if we had gotten on a plane with those things, <laughs> we might have gotten kicked off. Yeah, that way, though, the meta, the body scanners, when you do the thing, it would have been There's like off. a chicken barking in my stomach. They're like, sir. We've been doing this thing where we go to restaurants and we just, and I, I love it, where you just go, hey, here's our budget. Bring it. Bring it. Yeah. Whatever the best stuff is. Yeah. And that was still probably the move at that restaurant. We did the best we could. We did the best <laughs> the, they could. It was the fourth the fourth <laughs> restaurant we were trying to... We were not picky. The first one we almost got like physically uh, removed from. <laughs> you when almost I, got physically well, removed They from said it. they were closed and I was like, okay, well, I have to piss and I've had to piss for a long time. Mm-hmm. And I said, I'm just going to go use the bathroom. And I thought... You know, we talked about this in the airport, right? Leaving Austin. You know, there were no tables in this restaurant. We walked in confidently. There was one table in the back that you couldn't have seen. And you kind of made a comment about like, we made the table appear. I thought I could make a urinal appear in Liverpool uh, on like, you know, 10 p.m. on a Thursday. Uh, what I actually made appear was a very angry business owner in, in basically like a Chinese pub in Liverpool. And, you know, he was actually muscular. Let's just face it. He was a, he was brawny, he was, he which was is short. how they're born over there. Yeah, he was short, but it seemed like he had the uppercut like dialed it seems like that was not the first time that that had happened in that chinese restaurant in liverpool honestly you could see maybe part of it is like he actually was manifesting that oh that was his table at the back of his restaurant was the opportunity to beat the shit out of an american on a tuesday night yeah like you know i mean it just seemed like he was like you want to go upstairs right like that's where he draws the line and then and then actually we sort of like calmed it down and I said, um, are you really sure I can't use the bathroom? And he said, they're cleaning it. And I was just like, how could you possibly <laughs> know that? First of all, this place is disgusting. There's no one cleaning anything, any, ever. Anyway, but, I mean, I'm sure someone cleaned it, but you know. Who knows? You know, good news, bad news. Um, as far as the urinal, restaurant. Dirty urinal. I mean, also, what's wrong with a dirty urinal? Like, we've all been there. It actually, you know, the piss does sterilize it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, technically. I should have told him that. <laughs> You're in <laughs> sterile, bro. Hold on, I'll clean it. Yeah. Um, what was, shit is not sterile, just to clarify. What is the you don't be- want to eat that. What is the best uh, golf shot you hit on the trip so far? I mean, it Your might favorite. have been that. It might have been that five wood, dude. Honestly, That's, it's that is golf. Also, because like the five wood had something to it, which is this kind of like. Um, I'll be honest with you, I didn't think I had any good shots in me after hitting five shanks in a row. Yeah. No matter what it does, like I mean, my poor caddy Tom, twenty four years old, you know. And he goes, I think stand a little further from the ball. <laughs> and then I shanked one again. And he said, a little further. And then I shanked another one. And he said, grip down on the club. Like, he was trying to just get the hosel away from the ball in any way possible. And, um, you know, he nor I, we didn't have any illusions about what might happen for the next. And that was the fourth hole. 
It wasn't like the 14th hole. And by the way, I can't wait for this match to come out because it it was close. Although what's interesting is the the Peter Finch match is going to be amazing. Obviously, we're at we're at the open venue for 151. It's going to be great. I'll say not as entertaining as the Baumgartner match, which is coming out this week. Yeah. Can I ask you about one moment go back. from that match? Yeah, please. Because there was a moment akin to the five shanks. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Your good yeah, friend. Eight shots in a bunker. The sand. Yeah. Yeah, not a big sand player, you know? Like, my sand stats, I don't, I kind of like don't look at those intentionally. So, that being said, I recall later on in the match, and you should watch this, can't wait for, for this to come out. But you, and I noticed you said this during the Grant match, you ended up in the bunker again. And you turned to camera and you were like, I'm the best bunker in the player in the world. That's right. I did say that. And the lie worked. I believed myself. It was not an easy lie. You were like, in, in both ways. Yeah, in both. <laughs> oh, the lie worked. <laughs> I mean, w- at what point is like, um, like, talk me through a little bit about that because I'm a- I'm also in um sand yeps right now. Really? I'm like aiming away from. We should go to the Middle East. Bunkers. We should just lean into it. Yeah, there's sand courses, dude. You got to force that shit out. Is that those courses where you like bring a a patch of turf with you and you lay it? I've heard of this. I don't. I never played it actually, but there is a course in Abu Dhabi that's like all sand. I mean, it's like hard sand. Yeah. But there's no grass. Yeah, that's my nightmare right now. You know? <laughs> Lean into it, man. <laughs> you know? I think, you know, anyway, um, but I, I think the it's it's ultimately golf is like a body game, but any body game is controlled by the mind. They say this, check this out. Did you know in a coma, you're 20% more flexible physically? So this idea that you can't touch your toes is a mental thing. Your your body is telling you don't extend beyond X point because then you'll pull a muscle, you'll injure yourself, you'll pull a tendon. But in a coma, it's just like blah. So this limit that we place physically on our body is like a subconscious, autonomic, mental experience. So the idea that you would tell yourself consciously, I'm afraid of the shot, it's just like that's an optional one. Like we we can we can actually replace that with a tape that says I'm actually great out of the bunkers, and it's proven to work. Have you heard the one about the women going in for the job interview? No. So um, they did a study where these women went in for a job interview, and um, you know they all knew they were part of a study. And before the study, a makeup artist went in and gave them a scar on their face. And then right before they went in for the interview, the makeup artist stopped them and said, "Hey, I just need to touch up the scar." And then without telling them, he removed it completely. So these women went into the interview, and when they came out, they reported like, you know, sort of like, all had like three or four examples of discrimination or specific attention to the scar. Meanwhile, it didn't even exist. So we just create what we believe. So if we're standing in a bunker and we're like, I'm actually a great bunker player, but they have no actual history of getting out of the bunker. If you say it enough times and you actually begin to believe it, performance changes. I'm still thinking about the fact that my entire life, I would like stretch to touch my toes, and I wouldn't like I I would get farther on the fifth try. Right. And my whole life, I thought that's because I was stretching out my tendons or ligaments or whatever. And maybe that's also true. Yeah. But I bet it's also because like that last try, I'm like I can do it. Yeah. I'm like in I'm in I'm in fourth grade in PE right now in my head. Yeah. Well, I mean, there is something you said. Like, and I actually, when I go to yoga, I'm like embarrassed because, like, my downward dog is more just like I'm like a cardboard box, you know. <laughs> I'm just like waiting You're just to like break. a balloon dog. I'm sweating and shaking, you know. But like, 
but I heard that and this idea of like yoga is actually better than stretching basically like stretching itself is not good because what you actually need to do is like apply like strength training to the stretching anyway we're, we're tangenting very far from Brian Baumgartner's story but ultimately you're talking about the bunker shot on the back nine yeah where yeah I mean I got up and down I think I made a par or maybe and, yeah, you, and you needed that's when to things turned that was a really really big shot yeah. And an, um, another match that you will not expect the ending came down to the wire. 18-hole match? With uh, with Baumgartner. With Baumgartner, yeah. yeah. Sorry, yeah. I just yeah. completely forgot where I was. Yeah, you, you were like, what country am I in? Yeah. <laughs> Who am I? <laughs> I had no idea, yeah. Uh, we played in San Diego. Beautiful course. His new home course. Um, really like a, like, I don't know, did you have a community pool growing up? No, we, yeah, I guess we had a summer camp that they let us use the pool. Yeah. Yeah. We had a, there was a fancy pool that like some of my rich friends went to, but we went to a community pool and um, it felt like Brian's uh, golf course, you know, just a real community vibe, you know, it's, it's a private golf course in um, Rancho Santa Fe. Rancho Santa Fe, yeah. But what's funny is like, you can't join unless you live in the zip code. Yeah. It also didn't feel that much like a private golf course. Not at all. Well, well, literally, he would said like, you know, it's a community where you can drive golf carts legally. So people would just drive. It was like Disneyland, but it had golf function and then had that beautiful outdoor restaurant. Anyway, we had a really great day with Brian. And like of all the people that we filmed with, you know, Brian's fucking famous, dude. Like like people go to Brian and they're like, yeah, just the chili. You're like, what's the gamble? You know, I mean, they, they have the lines. Facial recognition on Brian. Hi. Hi. And like, but the funny thing is, is like. He's actually one of the kindest people like we've interacted with whether I mean whether we're talking like you know like a like a Uber driver all the way up to an executive of one of the companies that we work with right Yeah and he um he's really smart is the really other side of it really really quick Yeah um and really funny and really funny Yeah Yeah I I I really enjoyed that day I enjoyed being out there. I got a question for you. Go ahead. How much do you think humor implies intelligence? Uh, it's such a good question. Because, um, you know, humor could be lip syncing over animal videos. And that could still be really, really intelligent. Did we air Blake's pod yet? We're, we're airing it. It should actually air the next week. So oh, man. keep well, an eye out Those for of it. you listening or watching, Blake Vapes, Blake Mitchell... I didn't know what to think at first. You're, there's a fucking podcast. I'm not going to yeah. take too much time about Judge it. Judge right it yourselves. You might look at it and think, you know, like dumb humor. I left feeling like the guy maybe had a leg up on Einstein. Yeah, he he chose not to. Hey, that's, that's tall. <laughs> that's quite a leg. <laughs> <laughs> He's tall. I mean, short guy, Einstein. Um, I think you're right. I wonder, like, uh, I I really value like high emotional intelligence mm. and then i think that people who are really good at improv are, oh, yeah. are also very quick witted yeah I, I i wonder how much of an it plays or maybe it's the other way around like i wonder if how many smart people are capable of being funny and then they're not for whatever reason yeah i think there's way more funny people that are smart than smart people that are funny Definitely. I think funny is another level or like tribute or, or like effect of being smart. Cause, and also I think one of the things I like about when I hear like humor that makes you think is it's like, oh, that's creative, that's smart. And it's also got this element of like um, in the moment, right? Like it's happening now, like right now. Tomorrow, this would not be funny. Oh, yeah. Yes. I think about that all the time. I think actually... Uh, 
a weakness of my humor is I'm like such a in the moment humor person. I'm a deep cut human person. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. uh, like I'm a, oh, I remembered a crazy, really specific thing that happened. Yeah. Like two years ago. And then I'll say it because it relates to something now. And then often we'll be together and I'll say something like that. And then you'll laugh or maybe you won't. And then you'll, <laughs> and then you'll turn to the other person and you'll be like, it's this like thing from this, it's this thing. Yeah. Like, don't worry about Would it. Would you have, a, an, I don't know, have we talked about this in the podcast, your impressive memory skills? Mm, I don't I don't know. Did I, the test you took give you relative scores to population of the world? I can't. I, don't make me. Don't make Wait, me. Wait, does it? It did. It You're did in the 100th percentile. I, I wasn't 100%. I was, I was high up for a particular. You remember the number because you have a great memory. I, so was, just say it. Uh, 92nd, 93rd. 92. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, I thought it would be higher. I th- Well, you know, it, it wasn't, but. I, I would imagine you that those scores maybe were curved a little bit in different to directions. Whom? Like maybe I could have gotten higher if that was the goal. Honestly, I'd love to see that. Like maybe I could just grind at that for a while. <laughs> How do you get better at remembering? <laughs> you know, there are people who like build memory palaces. The memory test, by the way, if you're listening, the memory test is like really hard. It just shows you words and every once in a while it shows you the same word and you have to tell it whether or not you've seen that word before. And JoJo got to 200. Or what'd you some, get to? Some, maybe more. I got to yeah. like 17. Yes. Multiple but, times. I couldn't get more than 20. And I think maybe we did talk about the podcast. We didn't do it at your peak time of day. That's that's the other. I, you're very kind. Well, that's true. Like we did it like seven. You had probably had 12 meetings yeah. in the last three hours. I'd heard a lot that. of words already that day. Like, yeah. You, the, the blender was on and there was yeah. stuff in the blades. Yeah. We need to have a clean blender. I see. And the last five days, by the way, yeah, high I'm, fibers, like things are in that blender. I am a blender. Whole avocados. I actually ordered a smoothie today and I couldn't even drink it. Did I ever tell you the story of mm. when I was in high school? My dad believed in the power of smoothies. And before every day before school, he would make me a smoothie. Okay. Like a fresh homemade smoothie out of fruit. That's cool. And the, uh, Right? You think that's and how then, your brain is so good? Well, wait till you hear what was in the smoothie. Two years into it. Ice cream? I came downstairs for whatever reason early. And I saw make the smoothie for the first time ever. <laughs> And he was throwing cherries in there. Okay. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. Okay. Where are the pits? <laughs> <laughs> that's like, isn't that, yeah, does that have caffeine? There's arsenic in the pits. <laughs> Wait, really? Yeah. He'd just been, he'd just been throwing them full and he's like, it blends it up. It grinds it up. I love it. I was like, I always thought there was a little, bit of, poisoning a little bit of grit Slowly. in there. Yeah. That's very Game of Thronesy, you know? Yeah. Definitely the long game. And you know, what's funny is like, of course the call from, comes from inside the house, you know? Oh, he would never. Like dad. Never expect, never expect Ralph. Um, I'm out on smoothies. D- because of today? No, today was different. Today I just needed to shit really bad because <laughs> it had been like a day and a half since I pooped. What's the longest time you've ever been um, delayed on a flight without canceled? What's the strung along? On you a went flight? straight into flights from that? Yeah, I wasn't going to talk about your bowel movements anymore, dude. I was thinking about sitting we can in the leave airport. That behind, but ultimately, let's get at why I'm against smoothies. Now. Okay, go ahead too much sugar the one today you think i had a lot of sugar no it was like yogurt it was like tardy and yogurt yeah anyway are you saying like you're out on um like smoothies that you would buy yeah i think i'm not gonna get smoothies anymore okay we got a smoothie in los angeles for the gareth bale shoot i'd never had it before you you took me oh to yeah this place. that was good i actually really liked that smoothie. well that's a different place that's yeah. like a, you walk in and it smells like hemp and stuff <laughs> they did have like little um turf patches of grass that you could take with you yeah i think I so I went to that place like 10 years ago and they took a lock of my hair, put it in a Petri dish, connected the Petri dish to a USB cable, put it into a PC and then told me what to eat. 
<laughs> they took my hair follicle and they found out what the best food for me is. And I trusted it. And I and I had like an 80-page printed out document that I, I like went off. This of. is real. Yeah, and I paid like 80 bucks for it. Okay, I thought you were I thought this was elaborate. This actually happened. Yeah. And the dude that did it like had a like a ponytail down to his ass. And he was young. He wasn't an old man. Yeah, he, I don't even know how he grew his, his hair sample. The fact that his hair was so long <laughs> sort of like incentivized me to believe him. Because what a healthy man you must be to grow your hair five feet long. Instead, he was just taking everyone's locks of hairs and building <laughs> extensions. Instead, he was just getting, uh, what's that called? Mane and tail. Mane and tail? Have you heard of mane? No, what it's, is this? It's horse shampoo. It makes your hair grow longer. <laughs> you never heard No, of it's horse shampoo. It's four horses. It's made out of horses. No, it's four horses. Okay, it's four horses. Okay. It's, I don't know. Scientists made it. <laughs> um, it might be from horses. I do want to talk. I want to finish talking about Brian. Maybe and I do, I do have no, a, Maybe it's for men from horses. <laughs> the glue factory down the street Mitch, can you look that up dude do you mind just where's mane and tail from i just where hey you know what like yeah, how is it made? do we do an ad read right now yeah yeah let's, all right let's folks take a break. thank you so much for listening to the eric anders lang show but more importantly thank you abercrombie and fitch for making the eric anders lang show possible today in the past in the future we hope um and thank you so much for outfitting me in the brian baumgartner film that was a lot of fun and um head over to abercrombie i think yeah, head over to the Abercrombie Golf Shop. Oh, that's what the news is. Mm-hmm. They have a new golf collection, and I wore the golf. I'm wearing like a cotton one right now, kind of a rugby, which is dope. Mitch, you might have thrown me the uh, polo right over there behind and they've you. Got the, uh, we've got the... Uh, thanks, dog. And they've got the... Um, here, hold it up for them on that camera, yeah. You know? Check it out. Look in the other camera. We'll cut for you. This is the polo I wore in the video. Like It's like it's a fucking artifact. No, but like very, very comfortable microfiber classy yeah how did, how did the swing feel on it i mean can i tell them what happened in the match no let's just say the swing felt great swing felt great yeah it was all the way fantastic. up until the end and then it felt better or and, maybe it felt, worse. it felt even better because i hold i had to hold something up really high over my head yeah which was possibly and it wasn't chilly defeat who knows it was or victory <laughs> who's to say I'm talking about it in a good... You know what happened. <laughs> Just watch it. The rubber match is on. And if you hang out for a minute, we're going to get you a 20, 20% off? 20% off code at the end of this ad. Look, I've played in Abercrombie in a few different situations. And I've also won in Abercrombie in a few different situations. The fit and the feel is very nice. I'm wearing an off-course kind of vibe. But you can still wear this on the course. This is more of a cotton rugby. Uh, in the video with Brian, I wore more of a microfibery classic kind of like you know, lighter fit. Uh, and then I also, on our way down, actually, to shoot the video, we realized it was a bit chillier than we thought, so we stopped off at an Abercrombie in the mall on the way to San Diego, and they let us go in the back, and we picked out, like, this dope, like, vintage Abercrombie moose pullover. And and honestly, I've never gotten more compliments on a pullover walking up to a golf course as I have. I mean, even Brian, he called it out right away. He's like, that's a dope pullover. What's the move? So if you head over to Abercrombie.com right now, you can get polos sweaters quarter zips shorts and pants everything you want actually belts and socks the belt i got is pretty dope too it's like a leather belt not one of those stretchy woven belts it's like a it's like a nice real one um so the promo is what the code is rgcaf and it's only valid until june 6th did you get that rgc as fuck did they know that they did that rgc they did it last AF. year they what? did it they did the same one last year they don't so they know. must know they must know. Can we just say it? RGC as fuck, man. RGCAF.
You heard that right. RGCAF, and you're going to get 20% off until June 6th of anything in the men's shop, but specifically from the golf shop. So go check it out. Get it in your dish, and I'll see you in the sauna. I'm like, uh, I don't, anytime I sit somewhere and there's not, like, incessant activity, I fall asleep with my eyes open. Um, you fell asleep on the way home from Tromso last night. It doesn't happen. I don't sleep in the car. Yeah, you're not a car sleeper. I'm not a car sleeper. I'm not even a plane sleeper, and I fell asleep on the plane today. I was quite tired driving <laughs> home from Tromso <laughs> Golf Club. I thought night. about asking you if you were okay to drive. I thought I was okay, and then the bridge, there's this... <laughs> You, okay, where where are we? By the There's way, there's a huge bridge. So we're in we're in the just about the northernmost tip of the world. I zoomed out on my Google Map the other day, and it just it just kind of looked like we were on the North Pole. Dude, if the world was ahead, we were inside the yamaka, the smallest yamaka you've ever seen. <laughs> we were we were headlights in the world's yamaka. Yeah, dude, we were the little clip that holds the yamaka to the baby's head. And somehow there was a golf course in our approximation of it in that Which Yamaka. Which is the funniest thing. Yeah. Yeah. And it was, um, are we telling the story of Tromso Golf Club? I don't think we can do that. Can we? I mean, we certainly can. We can do whatever we want. We can do whatever we want. RGCAF, 20% off. Abercrombie.com. <laughs> I love those guys. We're going to double down. Um, That's yeah, our we pitch the... for next year, by the way. We're like, hey, we think you guys should shoot your product catalog. Actually, no, it'd be cool. In Tromso. Abercrombie collab. With shirts that say RGCAF. RGCAF, and it's a code. <laughs> it gets 20% off the own shirt. When you shirt. buy the shirt, you get 20% back. <laughs> How does that work? If you say the code. Just say it. That would be, if you took, if uh, we got rid of this whole e-com D2C thing. If it was just an in-person code. It was in-person code. You to run in and yell RGCAF. It was speakeasy. And then they give you the, the, then they give you the, the capsule Yeah, they, they give you the shirt and they give you like two gold coins. Because they're like, welcome back to the medieval ages. Wait, I saw a meme today with Lawrence Fishburne Uh from The Matrix. And he goes, you took both pills? (laughs) (laughs) I've seen seen that. And it like zooms in on like a hamster or something. It's all wavy. I didn't even see the joke within the meme. But I just laughed because I was like, that's us. We took both pills. (laughs) That is us everything. That was me on my flight to London. You got to tell the flight to London story. So we're on United Airlines, our like you know our our, our parent company. Yeah, they own Random Golf Club. I don't know if you knew <laughs> that. We're gonna get into the airline business. No, we're on United Airlines, and um, I I I have some sleeping material to give to JoJo. A yes, pill. which I've never done. Non narcotic. Uh, I think it was a narcotic. It was but mildly narcotic. I'm still I'm still yeah obviously I'm still a sober individual, not taking you know but doctor prescribed. Point, actually, I took 0.25 milligrams of Xanax. Do you know how much Michael Jackson would take of Xanax every day? No. Guess. Uh, one, 250 no milligrams. No. Yeah, that was his daily dose What of is a bar of Xanax? A bar? Like, uh, they come in bars, right? Uh, that's what, that's I've the, heard of this. The I don't, I've never seen a bar of Xanax. Mitch, how much Xanax Mitch, are you is... a drug doer? Mitch is Canadian. He's not a Xanax dealer. We were in a club in Oslo the other day, and we were both like, it smells like weed in here. And Mitch said, ah, it feels like home. Yeah. Yeah. That was fun. That was a fun night. Oh, in the uh, attic or the cellar? <laughs> we, yeah. Okay. So we go, we go to, um, uh, so we get on the plane, and I get, and I'd go back to give JoJo the Xanax, and he's asleep already. Yeah. T- 10 or 20 minutes. Didn't music. need it. Yeah, we had just gotten They up. were telling us um, probably to put our life preservers on at, at the time, maybe. Yeah. They were doing their in-flight thing. It was like, 
he shouldn't have been asleep yet. And then I was like, where do I put the pill? I don't want to come back. What a blah, blah, blah. So I just put it on the console and I looked at JoJo's seatmate because you were in a 222 situation. Premium Plus. Nice, thank, si- nice seats, actually. Thank you again. They were wonderful seats. They're the purple seats yeah. on the wide bodies. Yeah. Highly recommend. They're, all, they're actually almost difficult to use because yeah. they're more complicated than just sitting down. Oh, totally. No, I mean, it's like a fully new seat. Like, it's actually newly developed for United. It's only a couple years old. <laughs> this isn't a United ad. <laughs> it's not a United ad, but I'm a big brand guy. You know? Clearly. Yeah, um, so so then you, then you, what do you say to so, him? So I put the pill in the console, and I looked at the guy next to me, and I said, hey, when he wakes up, can you give this to him? And then I said, do you want one? And he, he said, no. He looked uncomfortable, and he said, no, thank you. And then I left, and I didn't hear about anything. Yeah, and then about 20 minutes after that, I, I woke up and was very confused. Because, you know, when you fall asleep when you shouldn't, like before you realize you're going to, and then yeah. you wake up, you have no idea how long you've been asleep for. Yeah, for all you know, we were about to land. Exactly. And I look around, and I'm in, again, this strange throne, which yeah. was probably why I fell asleep, because I'd never been in an airplane that extraordinarily actually uh, in, invited you to maybe get some rest. Um, and I turned to the guy next to me, and he was watching Adventures in Golf. That's so funny. He was watching the Rosa Pen Rosa Pena episode of uh, Adventures in Golf in Ireland, and then he was Irish. Oh, I didn't realize yeah, that. Yeah, he was Irish, and he had played Ross Pena. Um, I'm just going to pronounce it all the different ways until I get one that's correct. Rosa Pena. Rosa Pena, okay. Yeah. I can, I'm ready. I'm, I'm there with you. Yeah, and, uh, and then he turns to me, and he slides a cocktail napkin <laughs> out from the center console, revealing a Xanax. Yeah, a small football-shaped piece of powder and then in a wonderful irish accent he points at the in-flight screen in front of him which is fucking you yeah and he goes the man from the tv gave me this tablet to give to you (laughs) so when you told me that i was like shocked did you ask him if because he didn't say anything when i was there no, he he didn't know. You think who you he was were. just watching the show? It was a total coincidence. He 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 did not know who you were before. Okay, good. Yeah, because that would have I would have liked. Yeah, that would have been an interesting brand moment to be handed drugs personally. Yeah, I'm glad that he didn't know who I was when I was trying to offer him like an unprescribed sleeping pill because I could probably go to jail for that. Yeah, I, I'm probably. Like, I think you can't just give people pills and shit. I don't know. I think can I, you? It, we were over the water at that point, so it might have been international. I was law. trying to be nice. Might have been maritime rules. Yeah, might have been. Uh, might have been a, an RPI. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm not sure either. It's another succession reference for those keeping count at, at home. Hey, dude, we used Gojo hand soap in London. That was great. Yeah. Oh, if you're following along, I mean, just let us know what you thought of the finale. Uh, so then I, t- then I took it. I debated not taking it. Really? Because basically, I was like, I mean, it seems like I didn't need it. Yeah. I was falling asleep, but none of us need it. And then I woke up in London. Yeah. So it was. You wonderful. slept the whole night. I slept at um. Just about all all that plane ride. I worked for like an hour, and then, yeah. I, and then I went to went to a very restful, very restful sleep. And that was the last time I slept for the last four days. <laughs> <laughs> we've actually had an unusual trip because um, we've had um, uh, four days and four flights. Each day, one of the things we do is go to the airport and get on a fucking plane, and sometimes it leaves on time. Yeah, other times they lead you to a hangar from, I don't know, like some sci-fi 80s movie. Yeah, we basically went to the set of The Last of Us. True. And in a town that was possibly a set for The Last of Us. Yeah, it was all there. And then, yeah, we got the, the flight was delayed. And then they did that thing where they text you and they're like, the flight's delayed, but you're not. 
show up at the original time. And it's kind of like, hey, man, look, you already got us over the barrel here. Like, just give us the grace. Like, if the flight's delayed, it's delayed. Let us be delayed with the flight. Yeah, possibly maybe one of the oddest vehicle travel experiences in my whole life was the last 24 hours. We arrive in Tromso. Again, this is a Norwegian uh, municipality, the gates of the Arctic, Paris of the North. Paris of the North, which I didn't get the Paris ref. I did look it up finally. What is it? It's because people, it's kind of they were making fun of them. Uh, That's fucked. Yeah. People went up to Tromso and they were surprised that people were sophisticated up there at all. The French people? Any any travelers. Anyone. Any travelers who went up there, they, they expected people to be wildlings from Game of Thrones or some shit. Yeah. And then everyone. I mean, Roger was a wildling, but he's Ro- Swedish. Roger wasn't from Tromso. <laughs> he didn't stay there in the winters. Uh, he's the greenskeeper in the Tromso Golf Club. Um, and then so people like joking, we were like, oh, it's the Paris of the North. But I would argue that the Paris people aren't even that smart. It's certainly not that funny. Because they have like a mandate to speak French, which is like, if you, I'll stop. <laughs> just just I'll alienating stop. the audience. I'll stop. I love France. I lived there. You, you Paris was French. a formative experience Paris. for you. Yeah, I'm going to go to a, we, a wedding in, uh, in in France this year. Oh, yeah, I love right. it, but um, just not the I, people. I well, <laughs> the Parisians. We can all agree. Even the Parisians themselves don't like themselves. Hemingway certainly didn't. And I think what where I go with it is like the idea that we're all humans going to other blocks and being like that block. You know, that does remind me, though, when we sat down for lunch, like as far as people who speak English or their native language, like to people who don't speak it. Yeah. When we sat down to lunch in Oslo, Oslo. Yeah. For the for the first time and the server came up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And just spoke. Nor- um, I guess that would be Norwegian perfectly. Yep. And then I was basically like, help. I don't really speak it. I speak English. And then just code switched immediately into the most most bland American accent you could yeah. possibly imagine. From Texas. And then she was from Texas. Yeah, that was bizarre. Yeah, that made me question everything. Yeah. You thought she was a spy, actually. I did, yeah, I did. Yeah. I called that out, yeah. Yeah. Um, other other highlights, great night in Oslo. Went for a walkabout, went to a couple, went to a couple club, like a club. Was that a club? Where was that even? What was it called? Mitch is saying it was a club. You think it's a club? Was it really? Yeah. Google said it, it's a club. It had the best vibes because outdoors, it was very much like a pub. Yeah. had like the wooden um, benches. The DJ booth, which you called out, I didn't even clock it, was a sauna. The DJ booth was a giant, well, not giant, but it felt like a very large barrel turned on the side. Six people. Sauna. Um, you could really fit some tunes and there was some heat coming out of it. Boom. In a musical you variety. Um, Jaeger. Jaeger is Jaeger. what it was called. If you're from Oslo and you haven't been to Jaeger, it's a nightclub that absolutely rides high. Yeah, I would like to give a, a special uh, shout out and hello to Einlert. Eilert. Eilert. Eilert and Ollie. Yeah, Eilert and Ollie. And, um, we walked in. I think, Jojo, you and I got in first. We were in for no longer than three seconds. And like this six foot five blonde just chisel walked up to us with the biggest smile I've ever seen. So much so that I was like, oh, like, thanks for someone else. Yeah. And then he was like, I can't believe you're here. And I was like, uh, we're here. And he was like, I watch all your videos. And I was like, wow, you you are a fan of RGC. That's amazing. And he really had seen some deep cut AIGs. Oh, yeah. Old ones. Yeah, some old ones. And His uh, favorite was the one from Point Roberts. Yeah, Bald Eagle Golf Club. Yeah, which and Mitch is Canadian. Mm-hmm. Canadian. <laughs> Canadian. <laughs> Aren't we all sometimes? Uh, yeah, it was, it was very special that whole night. Um, got to go to the opera house. What, culturally, though, at Jaeger, what... What are the two things that stuck out to you from, you know, first night in Norway 
in a nightclub in the biggest city in the country. What stuck out to you? Sure. The first two things I can't say on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but here's what here's what I honestly, Just say honestly what, what I is it? what I can. This and... podcast is basically no one listens. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I will say that um, the the music didn't have any words. Not one word. Yeah. And not just like no English words. Like, I'm not saying that at all. I, I went up to some guy and I was like, hey, what kind of music is this? He's like, oh, I don't really know, but it's Organic Deep House. And I was like, well, sounds like you do know. Yeah, sounds like that's a that's Sounds like specific. you know a lot more than most. He was like, I'm not. Hey, I'm no expert. I'm, I'm no expert, but there's a, uh, this is clearly from the 1980s and it represents a particular style of like Swedish oppression or something. And yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. That's fair. So that was thing number one. Uh, Wait, which was what? Which was oh, the no no music, no music at all. Right. Um, but think, what was your real number one? <laughs> Just that. my real number one was the uh, territorial aspect of oh yeah of the men towards right. towards the woman. Yeah, yeah. There was definitely some Viking shit. Yeah, going on. Yeah, which was kind of hard. I think to, we posed a threat. I I can't imagine. <laughs> all I know is Mitch was dancing. There I were, was dancing. There were a lot of men that seemed like they didn't need to bump into me that hard. Yeah, you were but getting that bumped. Could have been a, yeah. I got bumped a few times. Well, I will say, and you will never notice this because you know it's not the kind of thing you can if you're in it. The reaction you got from a couple people who we met was yeah. like so profound. Yeah, like, you know, people hugging, people like. I think other people in the bar were turning around at various points, and they were like, "I didn't even think of that." What is he famous for? Right, and they were like. They didn't even, they've never yeah. played golf. I mean, yeah. they, maybe they think you're like a DJ. Like, I can't imagine oh, that cool. golf is coming to mind in that setting. Right. Like, yeah. maybe one day it will for whatever particular reason. Yeah. But, like, no one, I wouldn't say even for other sports, like, people were very happy. The people we were talking to, again, there's the spiritual connection to the game and the yeah. travel and the, the particular story. You know what you're making me think of? You, have you heard the one about where girls actually get dressed up for other girls? I have not heard, th- this, heard that. This is very different than the Chinese farmer. I don't know this fable. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me. Tell me. No, no. It's that women like get dressed up for other women. Like they want to be complimented by women because they're obviously going to be complimented by men. Oh, Because men are just dogs. This is, this. I have heard this, yeah. And the inverse of this is that when guys start fitness Instagrams, um, the only people who comment like, you looking great or other guys. Or other dudes. Yeah. So by that logic, I'll bet I'll bet I gained some male attention by walking in, which ultimately manifested itself in, in a, a negative, <laughs> passive aggressive way. And I didn't even clock it. I just was like, these guys I thought it was just like, oh, I guess it's a more bumpy culture. Can, can I give you a uh, can I give you like a little cherry on top of Sunday like extra thing I noticed? Like oh. one other thing. Okay. Yeah. Okay, here's the other thing I noticed. Um you know me. I've I've never had a cup of coffee. Yeah. Um. I like don't do many. I don't do a lot of drugs or anything like that. Yeah. I have never wanted to smoke a cigarette as bad oh. as I did in those nightclubs. Oh. It was just. It looked. I had one. I mean. You know. I don't know how you stopped there because it looked yeah, fun. Because the guy who gave it to me walked away. <laughs> I couldn't find him again. You couldn't find him again. Yeah. <laughs> What's actually funny though, and I will say this: like, I bummed the cigarette from the guy, and he was talking to a girl. And it turns out he was the DJ playing the set before. And I remember that like bumming cigarettes is like, um, it's like free friends. Oh, like it's a great way to meet a person. Yeah, like we could go out right now, and each of us has like bum a cigarette, right? And then all of a sudden, we could be with a tribe of twelve people, and all of a sudden, it's like, 
I don't know what it is. It's maybe because we're all just killing ourselves out there. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's not cigarettes are not good for you. And if you're listening to this and you're thinking about picking up smoking, don't again, do it, please yeah. don't. Unless you're in a club in Oslo and you want to accentuate the night and like you know, because like what are you gonna do? Walk out and be like, "Hi, I'm new here. Hi, I'm from America." Like there's no opener on the dance floor of a nightclub that's gonna create a conversation. It's so true. The can I buy a cigarette? And then especially if you have a lighter, you yeah. can. It's like a, you, you get close. We actually almost created a triangle because we she had the six. Oh. But then we were going to go somewhere else for the lighter. And then it was going to be like a big gaggle. That's how you start a fire. I mean, that's, that's... <laughs> But we had a great night. And we ended up at the opera, which our friend Joel. Oh, we haven't even, we haven't even gotten into that. Joel is uh, the Waldo of uh, yeah. Norway. Just sort of everywhere but nowhere. Trying to find this man. Brilliant photographer. Really, really talented. And um, Sauna yeah. connoisseur. Sauna, so, yeah, he, literally the man is steaming. <laughs> he wanted to take us to the opera so bad so bad and we didn't really want to go during the day we ended up there at 2 30 in the morning and some girls were going swimming in frigid water yes and they they were quite making fun of us for not ultimately um joining we we were not going to join no um but there was oh, you're making me think of that moment i told you about it already but yoel or, or joel you know if you anglicization of the name um he really wanted us to go to this opera and he wanted us to experience Oslo in this itinerized way, which I think works for a lot of people, but isn't something we've really ever do. Yeah. And we're the kind of people that the more someone wants us to do that, the more we're like, oh, no, we're going to buck this as much as possible. And that's why I thought it was so particularly magical that we did end up at the opera. Yeah. Because it was like we both got, like he, we did get to go up and he, and he did get to show it to us, which was I'm so happy I got to see it. Yeah, but it was I'm, magical. I'm even happier that the way I got to see it was um, maybe a couple beers in a shadow boxing Mitch on the side of the wall. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it was like you know two thirty two in the morning. No one was there. Um, it was all lit. You know, there was this modern structure with these like pyramid like slopes on the side and sort of like large scale Braille metal siding just like real um a real curiosity you know a real story in and of itself and then but it was just part of this journey it wasn't none of none of it was the yeah it wasn't title. a destination the even title of the evening sense. oh we, the title of the evening was hot and good oh that's good that you learned that still which have is, that. i hope you have a good night it better mean that <laughs> if you're norwegian i said that about you can translate 300 times now i think the working title i thought was uh, a seller in oslo, oh, a seller in oslo which is when we realized that we weren't in a we were in a nightclub but actually we were just in a cellar yes and then we went to the cellar of the cellar we did yeah and that was um was like a john wick movie like yeah that you, was exciting you could have an assassination done in there um it's Owen oslo possibly the title of this podcast but if it's not that it's thanks to abercrombie and uh good luck to brian tomorrow rgcaf check out brian baumgartner on the old youtube channel head over to randomgolfclub.com and please sign up we've got a lot of new things coming for example the iraq but not limited to <laughs> we'll see you for example see you in the saunas no a lot of things coming on randomgolfclub.com memberships one of them a lot of new product releases coming out this summer we've been kind of slow recently we've been kind of waiting for uh, we had a couple delays and uh, very excited for some stuff coming out this summer. We've been really working hard on designing fresh new stuff and also 
May I? Have we talked about the Mad Scramble tour? Can I tease it a little bit? You can tease it a little bit. I, I talked about Basically, this summer we have something for everyone going on. We're getting on a tour bus and we're stopping in your town. So head over to randomgolfclub.com if you want to be the first to know about the tour bus of the Random Golf Club Mad Scramble meetup coming to your town. We'll be ticketing this shit. We'll be having a great time. It's going to be bigger and better than it's ever been. Each event in and of itself, not just the play, but also the phrase. Yeah, we haven't talked about this at all. Can I go to like two of them? I'm not going on the bus. What do you mean? Well, you I want JoJo. Yeah, I want to. I want to go to a couple of the events. Yeah. Okay. I've, what do you I, mean? Can you go to two? Well, I'm not. I'm not going on the trip in general, so I want to. No, you'll be going on a segment. Oh, okay. Yeah. The, you, I'll let you know when you need to. Know. I heard it here first. We have a policy. Uh, I get a, like a letter <laughs> that's uh, delivered by Owl. It's like the master's invitation. Oh, if only we yeah. should start doing that for production trips. Like when I like I should have <laughs> sent Mitch. Really I should have sent Mitch Mail like mission a, invite. Like a You've been invited to join us on an itinerary. Details will be revealed the day before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, watch this space. Actually, uh, two days from from now. Uh, we'll be having a meetup in Helsinki in Finland. Oh, actually, if you have friends in Helsinki. In the Schengen region. Even anywhere in Finland. EU. Hit them up. Um, send them over to the website because we've got tickets right now for the Finland meetup where we're playing at a golf course. I, I've been kind of out of this it, one. Yeah. I've been trusting our partners at Tacoma to plan it for us. But it's going to be Thursday night, which I believe is June 1. Yep. June 1st, Thursday in Helsinki, 5 o'clock. Who you cares? Just, you just, just go keep, to the fucking website. It, yeah. Find it. Be there. Be it. And if you can't make it, we'll see you in the sauna. See you in the sauna. Yeah.